Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash your butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, all really helps out. And let's jump straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story does follow with an update as well from Dash Troop, who says, am I the asshole for attending the funeral of my mother? I, 24 female, was given up by my parents as a baby because they were both 18 and had no way to properly care for me. I didn't have a very good life until I got into college off a sports scholarship and and it was then I decided to investigate my past. I found out my parents were still together, that they had two other kids and a lot younger than me and had overall become very successful in life. I started to feel very resentful and, and although I almost reached out, I decided that I couldn't. I still kept tabs on them to see how they were doing, how my siblings are and stuff, when I found out that my mother died. I did attend the funeral a few weeks ago. It was a big funeral, a lot of people attended, but it wasn't packed. The thing is, other than my hair being jet black, I looked just like my mother did. So when people were leaving, I got spotted by my mother's hysterical great aunt who assumed I was my mother. I excused myself, but I'm pretty sure I exposed who I was because just a few days ago, my father managed to find me and reached out to me. When we met at a coffee shop three days ago, he apologized for having given me up, not reaching out sooner and ended up crying over not getting to raise me. In the first time I saw a grown man cry, he asked me if I needed anything from a car to a place to stay, but I couldn't help but feel like I was embarrassing him. So I said goodbye and left, but I received a lot of texts and voicemails from him since then, asking why I left early. If I'll meet him again, but I don't feel like I can talk to him. Then I got a phone call from a woman saying she was his cousin and my aunt, and that I should have stayed away because he's inconsolable now, and I'm an asshole for choosing a funeral to reveal myself. I feel like my aunt is right, so what I've done is brought him new grief after he just lost his wife. Wow, what an incredibly sad one. And as I said, we do have an update to this post as well. Now, to me in this, I don't feel like you're the arsehole at all. You know, it is your biological mother and you have a right to be at that funeral. And from what it sounds like, it's the, the aunt that's raised this issue. She must have been the one to talk to your father who then found you and got in contact with you because otherwise it's a bit of a coincidence that he suddenly starts to track you down now. For then the aunt to get in contact with you and saying you should have stayed away because he's inconsolable now. It's not your fault that you look like your mother and you didn't choose the funeral to reveal yourself. You just attended the funeral of your mum. But I gotta say, not the arsehole for you and the father. Aunt is an arsehole in this one to me, I gotta say. But I can't imagine what OP is going through, you know, seeing that your biological parents have a new family and, you know, were thriving at that time and after you was adopted. And I'm not saying they're bad for doing that because I don't know their situation. I didn't know their situation when they was younger. But to be OP and then see your family have a new family and 
you know, doing well and all this sort of stuff, it's got to bring some sort of resentment towards it, hasn't it, really? But perhaps I'm thinking about this the wrong way. Kano B says, not the asshole. I feel bad for you and your biological father, honestly. This is just a tough situation. Your aunt should seriously shut up. Motorcycle Addict says, not the asshole. You didn't ask your aunt to out you. She is the asshole by telling your father. The cat is out the bag now, so I do think you need to communicate and not shut him out. You did kind of bring this on yourself. It's an unintended consequence. By going to a funeral, which was an honorable thing and right to do, you did create a situation where this could occur. I do think you need to see this through. I suggest you try and ignore everyone else and just talk to him and tell him you didn't mean to reveal yourself at a funeral. You just came to quietly pay your respects and now things have escalated. OP replies and quotes, not the asshole. You didn't ask your aunt to out you. She is the asshole by telling your father. Then goes on to say, I mean, she'd just lost her niece and was crying more than anybody I'd ever seen. I don't blame her for exposing me. She lost more than I ever knew. Then quotes the section where the cat is out of the bag and then says, it's just that I carried years of sadness at being abandoned. The only thing they gave me was a name. When I found out how successful they were, it made me feel even worse. I went to the funeral because I didn't want to have never been in a room with my mother, but I never planned on connecting with anybody. It's why I feel I'm in the wrong here. By going, I took this situation that wasn't about me and made it about me. And I feel like if I back away, I'd be making it even worse. Vet says not the arsehole, you had a right to be at that funeral. You didn't make a scene. You didn't involve yourself in the funeral process. Someone saw you. It's their reaction to you being there that people are complaining about. You have absolutely no control how people are going to react in any given situation. Definitely not the arsehole. As for building a relationship with your father, I do believe he is reaching out to you in his grief since you do look much like your mother. I'm sure he's feeling guilty too for having put you up for adoption. It's up to you whether or not you'd like a relationship with him. But from what I'm getting in your writing is that he's well off now and he'd buy you the moon if you'd give him a second chance. If you're up to owning the moon, you might want to give him a chance, but that's up to you. OP replies saying, I don't want his money or anything. And I especially don't want people to think I only came into his life for cash. I've never planned on revealing myself to him. And now I've taken the situation that was supposed to be about grieving for somebody else into me. I never should have done that. Prudent student says not the asshole, but talk to the guy. He seems really interested in you. Let go of the past and good luck in the future. And one more from Empress Jaina Solo who says, no one's an asshole here, but I think you should talk to someone about why exactly you went to that funeral. It sounds like your history makes it hard to let people in, but it also sounds like that may be something you want. It also sounds like you heard your birth father tell you everything you ever wanted 24 years too late. There's a lot to unpack here. It's okay not to do it alone. OP quotes saying, I went because I didn't want it to be like I'd never been in the same room as my mother, outside of the hospital room, I guess. Then quotes, it also sounds like you heard your birth father tell you everything you've ever wanted 24 years too late. There's a lot to unpack here. It's okay not to do it alone. Then says, until I found out who he was, I'd always had some dream that my dad would come and take me from the orphanage. It didn't happen. I don't want anything from him, but now I feel like I came and exploded a bomb in front of him in the the most vulnerable part of his life. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what happens next. So update. So I'm posting this because I said I would in a month. Things happened and it's gotten better. The first thing was my aunt, dad's cousin, phoned me like the day after and apologized to me. 
She told me she practically raised my dad and seen him like he was, made her act without thinking. She told me my dad wanted to see me again and would appreciate it if I would meet her too. I told her how hurtful what she said was and I needed time before seeing her, but did agree to meet him. Fast forward a week ago, I got to meet my dad. I kept rereading everyone's advice and using it to prepare what to say. He was more composed. I told him it hurt me so much to be abandoned and it hurt seeing how successful he was and it made me feel not wanted and meeting him made me want to be forgotten. He told me he never forgot about me and showed me a small baby photo of me he keeps in his wallet and told me he still sees me as his baby even though I'm grown. He told me he and my mum used to cry for me every day after giving me up but they still prayed for me every day even until the end. He once again told me whatever I wanted he could give me if I'd let him. I told him I wanted no money or anything from him and I didn't intend to reveal myself. He told me it was okay if I wanted nothing to do with him but asked I'd be a part of my mum's great aunt's life as she hadn't stopped asking about me since exposing me and gave me her address. He insisted I was always wanted but he always thought I'd been adopted and didn't want to ruin my life and that's something a lot of you said so I was prepared for it. He asked me to forgive him for not being there for me and said he'd do whatever to be my dad. I guess I realized I could push him away or finally have what I wanted. I told him my teenage fantasy that he'd come save me from the orphanage and we both started crying. I'm almost crying too, Jesus. He told me we can save each other and I hugged him and forgave him. Since then, I started seeing him more. Visit my great aunt every other day. She started calling me my baby nickname she had for my mum. My dad also started coming to the gym that me, my fiance and my best friend started after grad. He has been trying to do all the dad stuff I missed out on that we can still do like teaching me how to drive, business advice and stuff. I also finally don't feel so upset over my siblings getting a better life than me. He also got us both into counselling and I've finally been able to talk about all my years in the system before I aged out. He is hosting a New Year's party and asked me to come so I can meet all my relatives, cousins and siblings and yes, I'm going. So I wanted to thank everybody that prepared me for how he felt in giving me up and how he felt in getting to see me again. I think that if you all hadn't pointed that out to me, I probably would have just tried to stay hidden and wouldn't have finally gotten a dad. Bloody people chopping onions around my computer, gee whiz. What a wonderful update that is. You know, after the first post, I wasn't sure if Opie would want anything to do with their father or this family again, especially the way the the aunt acted. And it's good that she came back, you know, realized her wrongs and apologized. Didn't double down like we see a lot of times in these posts and just apologized. Admitted she was acting without thinking and yeah, apologized in the end. But I think it was also good that you pointed out that, you know, you did tell her how much she hurt you and and that you're going to need time before seeing her because that's the correct way to deal with things. She does need to realize the hurt she's caused there. And all in all, just everything I could ask for in an update. How about you guys? What do you feel about this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Story. And our next three comes from Judy3453434, who says, Am I the asshole for asking my son and daughter-in-law for a copy of the key to the new house they bought? Two weeks ago, my son, Ethan27, and his wife, Jess30, bought a small one-story house in the town we live in. After settling down, they invited us for a small party for the occasion. We sat for dinner and talked about the house a bit. Me and my husband and Jess continued conversing after Ethan excused himself to take an important call. Jess showed me the original key to the house and I asked if she made copies yet and she said no. I said she should also give one copy to me as well. She looked at me funny and asked why she should. I explained that it's necessary so that it could be used in emergencies. She rudely said, I don't know what kind of emergency that would require you having a key to our house, so sure won't be a fire incident. She obviously didn't seem to have any idea that a fire incident wasn't what I meant and and I got offended by her sarcasm. I pointed out that it's not just her decision because this is my son's house as well. She smiled at me trying to be polite and stated that only the ones who contributed towards the house get a copy and that I really don't need one anyway also assured me that my son will have the same answer for me. Basically saying, don't bother bring this up with Ethan, he'd tell you the same thing. But I did, and she spoke on his behalf the entire argument, repeating what she said over and over. Things escalated to her calling me pushy and me telling her she was being unnecessarily rude and disrespectful. My husband and I left in a rush and I felt horrible. My husband went on and on about how paranoid and controlling I was to basically be demanding a copy of the key to the new house, but again I stated that I was trying to be helpful and taking extra precautions since anything could happen, but he insisted I overstepped and ruined Ethan's and Jess's joy for their new house as well as dinner. I genuinely do not think what I said was out of line and I'm not sure why Jess reacted so intensely. I think my request was innocent. Holy just no mother-in-law, what have we got here? Whilst to me, I leave keys of my place at other family members' houses for emergencies. And I know it's not everyone's thing to, you know, leave family, to leave keys at other family members' houses and stuff like that. But there are times it has come in useful for me. If I ever lose a key, I know a family member's got it. If I leave it somewhere else and I can go to a close-by family member, pick up my key, etc., etc. There's lots of reasons it's cut its benefited me but as again i understand it's not for everyone so i can see some logic to it but if you're arguing about it in this situation so intensely it seems like you got some ulterior motive going on in the background like you want to sneak in the house and snoop about or something like that or you just want some sort of control in their life it's simple as to me that the key should be offered not expected from them so 100 you're going to be the asshole to me in this situation 
But Electric Moccasin says, my husband went on and on about how paranoid and controlling I was to basically be demanding a copy of the key to the new house and then says, he's right, you're the asshole. Books and Food replies to that saying it's all about phrasing. Do people offer copies of their keys to trusted family members in case they get locked out or need their plants watered, etc.? Yes, definitely. The key word is offer though. You said to two adults, you'll need to give me a copy of your key, which is why you're the asshole. And then you doubled down by continuing to push. Even if you said, hey, if you wanted us to keep a copy of your key for you for emergencies and then left it alone, you wouldn't be the asshole. So phrasing, and I imagine tone. Spare article says you sound like one of those overbearing mother-in-laws on Just No Mother-in-Law. You had a point about someone having a key, but that someone didn't have to be you. And you should have talked to them together. You should have dropped it once you said no. But instead, you pulled it's my son's house too card and made a power play for your son and which women he'd listened to, which is weird and unnecessary. Then you got offended and had to make a scene. Your son is married and has a new priority now. Leave her alone. You're the arsehole. Dominique Lane says, you're the arsehole. It's their house and their choice who gets keys. When she said no the first time, you should have dropped it. Your husband and Jess are right. You're being pushy and controlling and that behavior ruined the dinner. And one more from A. Mick who says, you're the arsehole. You don't ask for a copy of a key to someone's house, even if it is your son's. If they offer, fine. But no, you don't ask. It is rude and overbearing. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Do you have spare keys at your family's house? Did you offer it? Did people demand it? What would you do if someone did demand it? It'd make me feel a bit on edge, I think. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from HopefulCry7158 who asks, am I the asshole for expecting my brother to uninvite my soon-to-be ex-husband and my friends from his wedding? My 34 female brother, 31 male, is getting married in a month. My brother is not friends with my friends, but he knows them by association and gets along with them, and he's invited them to his wedding. My soon-to-be ex is also invited. He was invited anyway before I found out certain stuff. My husband and I have known each other since high school, and we shared the same friend group. His friends are my friends and vice versa. Recently, I found out my husband has been cheating on me for four months with another woman and all of our friends have been covering for him. They all knew and enabled him. I immediately filed for divorce. I came clean to my family about it a few days after I found out. They were all shocked and angry. My dad was more focused on my husband cheating, but my mum was more focused on our friends covering for him. My brother was also upset because he was close to my husband. My husband has left home and he's living with his sister for now. Yesterday, the topic of my brother's wedding came up and he was talking about the seating arrangements with me and my parents. He asked me if I'd be comfortable to be seated next to my husband and our friends. I looked at him in disbelief and told him he shouldn't even been asking that question. I'm also upset that he's inviting them after all, especially my friends since they're not his friends at all and he just knows them by association. He said it would be mean if I invited all of them just one month before the wedding and said that he understands why I feel uncomfortable, but he doesn't want to be mean. I reminded him how my husband cheated on me and I got lied on by all my friends who were enabling him. He says he's unaware, but I should not insist on him uninviting them because it's his wedding and he makes the rules. I dropped it and didn't continue the conversation, but am I the asshole for expecting my cheating husband and friends who covered for him to get uninvited from my brother's wedding? I want to highlight that the whole cheating issue is fresh. It's been barely a month since I found out. 
Now I'm going to put myself in, you know, brother's shoes in this situation. My sister came up to me. She told me she got cheated on by her husband and the friends all enabled it. I would instantly cut those people out. <laughs> and that may be just and that may be just my thoughts, but it certainly doesn't feel like an overreaction to me to not want these people at the wedding who just cheated on my sister and played her for a fool. I wouldn't want those people there. Absolutely not. I don't care if it would be mean. I'm throwing air quotes up here because what they did is effing despicable. And the brother's attitude in this would piss me off as well. He's just so blasé about it. You know, you, you got cheated on, but I don't think it's quite enough to warrant the, you know, uninviting them from the wedding. I mean, come on. It was just cheating, wasn't it? Come on now. Bro, sort it out. Not the asshole to me. Mrs. Jonesy 2012 says, not the asshole. I would make this my hill to die on. Brother, it's fine if you want to invite them, but I will no longer be attending. I value my mental health and do not want to spend time with them. I hope you have a lovely wedding. If your brother is choosing people he isn't even friends with over you, then it proves what a terrible brother he is. Also, the fact he was going to sit you next to your soon-to-be ex-husband shows how little he actually values you. Shit, I forgot about that too. Sunflower Shine replies that saying, not the asshole. OP, take this advice if you take any from this post. I wouldn't even give my brother the choice. Tell him and your family that you would much rather be at home alone than be surrounded by people who betrayed you. And make sure you tell your brother he's on that list as well. If you have the opportunity, get a hotel and treat yourself to a vacation. Turn your phone on, do not disturb and enjoy the day yourself rather than being miserable just because your brother doesn't want to be mean. His refusal to take back the invitation to them shows that he approves of their actions. I'd also go low contact with my brother if he put me in such an uncomfortable situation like this. But I'm spiteful and can hold a grudge for years. Someone who doesn't have enough of a spine to support his sister in a difficult time because he doesn't want to be mean does not deserve to be in your life right now. It is his day, but that does not mean he gets to make you miserable because of it. OP, I'm sorry you're going through this. You deserve a much more considerate brother. Fanula says, not the asshole. He says he doesn't want to be mean, but doesn't realize how mean it is to force you to sit through all of that. His reason isn't that he doesn't want to be mean. It'd be something more pathetic like they've already had their table plan printed. And Nia says not the asshole at all. Your brother needs to adjust his priorities. It is worse to be rude to a shitty lying group of people who he's not actually friends with or alienate his sister whom he loves by putting her in an, in an upsetting and uncomfortable situation. In 10 years time, those friends probably won't remember this event, but you sure will. OP replies saying his reasoning was that he and the bride will look like bad hosts if they do that and that they can communicate better with me and expect me to understand than if he simply uninvited those people because they'd talk badly about him and his fiance. Basically, they expect me to suck it up. GemGem04 says, I hope your future sister-in-law takes note of how your brother values cheaters and their enablers, not the arsehole. To which OP replies saying she agreed with my brother. That's the thing. Jem replies that again saying, she's in for an interesting future so. A lot of people here are advising you not to go to the wedding. How would you feel about staying away? OP says, I would feel absolutely horrible. It's not just about going or not going to the wedding, but about my brother's priorities here. Whether I go or not, he cares more about being a good host and pleasing these people than respecting my feelings about something so fresh. And one more reply from that from Toga Sucks who says he made his priorities clear. He values these acquaintances more than he values your mental health and well-being. RSVP, no, and do not phrase it as not going. I do not feel comfortable or safe around these people after what they did to me. I'm sorry, but I will not be able to attend. 
If you have anyone close to you still going, make sure they are able to tell people exactly why Groom Sister is not there and can point out exactly which table your cheating ex and his cohorts are occupying. Not the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts if, you know, a sibling was to do this to you after you've been cheated on by not just your husband, but your friends as well. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel as always. It's incredibly amazing what you do. Every day, I'm incredibly thankful to each and every one of you for getting involved. If you've made it this far, would you please consider hitting that like, maybe the subscribe and notification bell too, and I will see you, you cheeky Christmassy so-and-so, <laughs> in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay. I know that today will be a good day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okay, I know that today will be a good day.